Attention Life Tips listeners, looking for better ways to become better, smarter, faster, and wiser? Well, listening to Life Tips is a great start, but how about if we gave you an easier way to listen? Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, now available for iPhone and Android. Listen to Life Tips and even more programs that will help you build to a better health, wealth, and lifestyle. Download the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app in the iTunes Store or in Google Play today. Feeling better? Looking better? Making life better? It's Life Tips. We'll explore the latest innovations, introduce you to the latest products, and bring you the tips from experts and environmental pioneers to help you lead a better life. Life Tips. Making your life smarter better, faster, wiser. Here are your hosts. Welcome back to the Life Tips Show, everyone. Byron here with Jeff Kranz. Jeff, welcome. Hey, glad to be on the show, Byron. Thank you. Pleasure, pleasure to have you today. So we're going we're gonna to try to learn a little bit about your, your background, and I'd love to learn just a little bit about you know, what you do and perhaps why you do what you do. Excellent. Yeah, I've been a wealth manager. My background professionally is in financial services. Spent years serving, advising them on their portfolios for investments and helping them to achieve their financial goals. And eight years ago, I followed my true deep passion, which was corporate training and public speaking and coaching. So I started in an enterprise and I began to write, collect some of my thoughts and package those up and facilitate training workshops in the sales and the customer service areas to help people to be more productive and make their clients happier. Jeff, sales has really changed, as I'm sure you will agree. What, how has your coaching and training changed with the, with, the, with the new wave of social media tools and new forms of communication that, that we all need to be successful? Yes, with, with the simplicity in the variety of different communicative methods and the ready access to information, what that's done, Byron, is it's literally changed every industry, health, coaching, customer service, because we all have access to such immediate information. And what I'd like to say is that, you know, today we live in the day of the empowered buyer. It's much different than it was 10 years ago, even 20 years ago, where, you know, the strategy of the coach or the sales professional really had much to do with their overall success. In other words, if they had the right technique and they could explain the product or the service adequately, they could essentially get the prospective buyer to a point of decision and go ahead and make the commitment and get started with it. Today, the paradigm has shifted completely on its head because before we ever engage with a client or a prospect, that prospect has about 80% of the information about us, about our services, our products, before we ever have the opportunity to engage with them in a one-on-one conversation. And so today, it's primarily about open communication and adding value as many types of communication that we offer, whether it's social or direct marketing. It's certainly the brands that we build and the brand awareness that we create in the marketplace. But today, it's about empowering the decision maker to make the decision that's best for them. How has that really changed how we sell, Jeff? For example, is it really less selling that we need to do in, in today's marketplace and more nurturing, more open communication, you described it? What are we doing less of it and more of? 
What we need to do more of today is educate and add value with the information that we provide to the buyer. I really segment it generally down to three different very distinct decades of selling. 30 years ago, it was all about the technique of the sales professional. If you ask the right discovery questions and had the right closing techniques, you were probably a top producer. Fast forward 10 more years, and what happened next was buyers became more aware of the product, and they had better access to information, and so enter the day of what's now known as consultative selling. And consultative selling is a great strategy. It is here to stay because what we do is we learn about the needs of the client, ask meaningful questions, understand their current circumstances, what future goals they have, and then the solutions we provide really build that bridge from where they are to where they want to be. That's consultative selling at its finest. Well, today, and specifically within the last five to eight years, it's really more now about empowering the buyer with the right information and by giving them the right valuable info before they ever truly engage with us. How do you do that? It could be a blog article, a white paper. It could be a research report. It could be an interesting tip that they see in a trade publication or in a book that we write. These many forms of communication allow to educate the buyer so that by the time they engage with us, they're much more aware of what we represent and the value that we bring in the relationship. Hmm. So much that, of that empowerment that you're describing fits with, with content marketing and, and how we're really sort of transforming ourselves. But do you think there's a lot of maybe too much information overload that, 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 that a buyer needs to really uh, you know, get under their belt before they make a decision these days? Is it getting too cluttered? And how in your sales strategy can you help to cut to the chase and, and, and alleviate that pain of research uh, in, in a way that makes you the, the hero from a sales perspective? Yeah, I love the question. See, I believe, just as you shared, that there is way too much information, but the problem is it's just the wrong sort of information. There's way too little of the right targeted information. And so today, in the days of big data where, you know, we literally we could be in the web and, you know, arrow back or go to a new browsing window, and the redirect concepts of the banner are going to track the cookies that the browser laid down and it's going to pop an ad with something that you visited earlier, whether it's a few minutes ago or last week, right? Big data equips us with the right information. So now it's about delivering in the most timely way the most targeted information. And that's what social media allows us to do. See, social media is so powerful and we love it so much because it's all just elective, if we want to take it in, we do. We click on it. We we stream the video. We take in the article. You know, we we read the the inspirational quote. If we don't, we just turn it off, and we don't have to be bothered by it. So it's really about the the right targeted message and putting that message in front of our target audience at just the right time when they need it most. I wanted to ask about customer service for a sec as well. I know that's an area of expertise. What isn't customer service completely uh, you know, about to take itself to the next level, um, and can you describe that and what that n next level looks like? Mm -hmm. The next level in customer service is now all about the customer having a much more powerful voice in the relationship. And th this works because of social media, because everybody has their tribe or their following, even their network, just their circle of friends. 
And whether the customer service experience is positive or negative, it is so easy to get the word out and share that information with everybody that knows us, loves us, trusts us, follows us, right? And so the next level of customer service is harnessing the power and the capabilities of social channels and digital communication, and it's empowering the customer to become our, our greatest advocate, our ambassador, if you will. And the examples are countless. Mm. You know, if I'm happy with a, a service or a product that I purchase, you know, with two thumb clicks on my smart on the, the screen of my smartphone, I can get that awareness out to literally thousands of my followers and put a good word in for the company that I just enjoyed the product or the service that I acquired from. On the downside, if I'm not happy, I can get the same message out there and tell people, you know, buyer beware, you know, don't don't do business here, sort of a thing. And so, so today it's all about the consumer being much more empowered in that conversation. So companies that understand that and they harness the power of that technology to create open dialogue and create deeper engagement with their customers, those are the organizations that are pleasing their shareholders the best because they're creating loyal clients that wouldn't dream of getting the service anywhere else because they've been so delighted with what they've received from the organization. Hmm. What kind of diagnostic do you you run companies that you consult with to try to assess how well they're doing or not doing and then fix problems and offer training and support uh, to augment what they're doing? How, How does the process work? The first step I like to take is to, to literally quantify, to put metrics together to determine what the lifetime value of a client is. See, because you know, organizations understand this. Cognizantly, they know that it's not just about the one-time sale. It's about the repeat business that you gain from that client over the course of many months and many years in the future. So the first thing to do is put some metrics around what the lifetime value of that customer is and then also begin to quantify what the client attrition rates are. And that percentage is real indicative to how, how well or how poor the organization is with developing client loyalty. And, when, and, of course, there's always room for improvement there. Then what happens next is to start to build the infrastructure in the organization so that they can deliver a high-quality customer service experience with every single touch point, leveraging technology. It's having their their real-time staff just developed, you know, with that, that heart of service that truly wants to help their clients. It's empowering them with the right policies so that they can actually deliver upon the brand promises. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, it involves the many aspects of training. So we bring clients, the uh, you know, client organizations, their employees through training workshops to be sure that they're equipped with the, the, the right strategies and then also be sure that the managers are equipped with the right coaching skill to be able to monitor progress and affirm, you know, excellent performance within that space as well. Mm-hmm. It's that latter part that sometimes is very difficult, <clears throat> and that's namely managers affirming <laughs> both positive and negative characteristics. How, how are you seeing that process change a little bit? Um, you know, is technology giving greater insight to us and even tools like Salesforce or Pardot or uh, Marketo? You know, are we able to see more how we're performing on a regular basis and, and what tools are you using to track that performance? Mm-hmm. 
I'm a huge advocate of Salesforce. In fact, you know, I'm, I'm a reseller of that CRM platform and the many augmented services that they offer because it's, it's so highly relevant. In my, in my estimation, it's the best in the world. But you're right on in that the data, the, the technology gives us the measures, right? We, we, can, we can mine the data to determine what performance is. And I always like to draw on this analogy. It's a bit, though, of an art form. As much as data is always scientific in nature, you, know, you can put a specific number behind something or a frequency behind it, delivering a superior customer service experience is also very much of an art form. And that means you know, the staff have to have the heart that wants to serve. Right? They have to be equipped with the right emotional intelligence to read the needs of the client and then the, have the technique to actually serve them well so that they, they create you know, great delight and cause them to want to come back for more. And so with that, the sales manager or the department manager, the, the, the leader within the organization has access to that great information, but now it's also a matter of applying the soft skills of true leadership and coaching to take the data be able to interpret it and then build an effective coaching plan and execute that plan with their staff so that they can you know, move the needle, if you will, on their performance and make things more superior. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be back uh, with some more great questions. Thanks, everybody. Back in a second. Life Tips will be right back after this short break. I'm John Ball, and I'm one of the founders of Page One Power. Page One Power is a custom link building firm based in Boise, Idaho. We increase search rankings and web traffic for world-class brands and mom-and-pop shops all around the globe. Our link building strategies work because we focus on relevancy and quality, and we don't outsource anything. Our in-house staff of professional writers and researchers is the best in the industry. We're the link builders you've been looking for. Visit us today at pageonepower.com. Guys, are you suffering from FD, fulfillment dysfunction? Let MoldingBox.com's online portal system for inventory, tracking, and returns perform for you. We have the enormous tools you need for complete warehousing, shipping, and handling of all your packages, no matter the size or shape, directly to your customers. MoldingBox.com can also fulfill all your nourishing, nutraceutical, and smooth skincare product desires, including green coffee and Garcinia on demand. Plus, let our in-house printing and CD, DVD manufacturing help you enlarge and maximize your coaching and business opportunity potential. We do everything. Fulfillment, shipping, tracking. Inside and There are many things we would love to catch. Catching the final out of a baseball game. And that's the ball game. Reeling that big catch of the day. Or catching a ride home. Taxi! How about catching more attention, like the biggest retail brands on earth? Introducing Catchy.com, where they sell short-branded, attractive.com domain names. Use a short and catchy brand, just like Sony, Visa, and Nike for your next business venture. You can even rent to own for as low as $100 a month. Catch a big break for your business with Catchy.com. Let us help you discover the keys to success the keys to success in your internet marketing webmasterradio.fm presents marketing nirvana presented by certifiedknowledge.org certifiedknowledge.org overcome the trials and tribulations of the past and let marketing nirvana 
Revolutionize Your Revenue Stream and ROI. Marketing Nirvana, presented by CertifiedKnowledge.org, Mondays at... And now, back to Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, and wiser. Here are your hosts. Welcome back to the show. appreciate you being here today. Pleasure to be on the show, Byron. Thank you. So, as we think about the actual process of the sales training that you're doing, are there any revelations that have popped up in the training world that are worthy of noting? Tools, methodology, phone base versus in person. How are how has training changed and developed? It's interesting when you look back over the last five to ten years, where you see the the ebbs and flows of the domestic economy. What always happens is organizations scale up or scale back, depending on you know how well they're growing or you know they're cutting costs based on how much their revenues or profits are declining. And when things seem to be going favorably, you always see them towards live classroom instructor-led training, right? And I'll be the first to tell you that's my my favorite. There's nothing like encountering a superior learning experience in the live classroom. At the same time, there are many opportunities to supplement that live instructor-led engagement with virtual training. And that means, you know, it's having the right effective pre-work that can be done virtually before the actual live learning event. It's also having the right follow-up action plan to be sure that the strategies that were learned in the live environment are actually executed and coached afterwards. So the big changes that I see, definitely technology has come on very strong so that when the economy tightened four and five years ago, you see everybody sort of trended towards, you know, online learning. And the challenge with that that I see with the audiences that I typically train, you know, sales professionals are very busy. They, you know, they have goals to reach. They have clients to serve. And so for them to sit in front of a computer and really derive value out of an online learning module is very difficult. Most of them just go through it because they've been assigned to, they have to. And so what I'm seeing now is uh, the pendulum swings both ways, right? Now I see it heavily shifting back toward the live experiential learning environment within the classroom because the skill practice that you can conduct and the coaching that the facilitator can deliver in the live classroom experience just can't be matched when, when you know, trying to deliver that virtually. Excellent. Now, let's go back to increasing sales because everyone listening here wants to do just that. Um, what, what methods do you think are the most effective way to, to increase and or improve your sales? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting how increasing revenue covers a multitude of other sins, right? Yeah. I mean, uh-huh. it really it, it, it really just about everything. You know, so every organization wants to grow revenue and increase sales. Well, the best way to do that is to start with a systematic process, and that involves planning. You know, I find it very interesting. I mean, there's been studies conducted by the Duncan Group that that determined that it's very interesting figures. Less than two percent of sales professionals actually have a written business plan that they use as a daily guide for their sales practice, less than 2%. What's also interesting is those same 2% that had the written business plan also happen to be the very ultra top producers within their respective industries. I see a correlation there. 
So it starts with having an effective plan, and when the organization has uniformity to how those plans are built and drafted, that is very helpful. It's one of the things that I consult with is putting together a universal system of business planning for the sales force. The next is equipping them with the right consultative selling skills to be able to their clients best. And then the final, really the caboose with all this, is to have effective leadership that models this by example, and that takes place with coaching. So when you get the sales managers and the regional and divisional managers that have also been fully immersed in the technique and in the learning experiences, and then they come out and they, they, they regularly, daily and weekly lead their teams and coach them to those effective strategies, that's when it's a true win. But it takes a top-down sort of a buy-in to those sorts of consultative selling philosophies within the overall organization. Hmm. Do you think you can be successful without plans, without coaching, without some of this methodology that you're describing? It's a very rare individual that succeeds wildly without having a plan. Now, that plan, let me qualify that by saying, you know, even the individual, there's probably someone on on the program today that's saying, you know, I've never had a business plan and I've always been a tester in my field. Hey, if that's the story, congratulations. I mean, kudos to you. That's fantastic. The reality is those individuals have somewhat of a plan. It's not like they just wake up each day of their life and say, gosh, I don't know what I'm going to do today. You know, they have some processes in place, some plans that they follow, whether they're formally written down or they're just, you know, cognizantly in their head and they they, they follow through and they execute those. I've just observed that the everyday professional needs to have something, you know, their goals captured, written down and really quantified for the sake of both inspiration so you can go back and, you know, revisit those on a regular basis, but also something that helps you to monitor your progress if you're actually achieving those goals. Because otherwise, it's a bit too much of a, you know, uh, it's based too much on the mood or the feeling and, and there's too many ebbs and flows within the business cycles. Whereas, if you have a sales business plan drafted, you can follow that through all the, the ups and downs. Hmm. Let's talk about customer service for a little bit. What, what, what do you think are the methods or strategies that are, that are worth tapping into and, and beginning to think about and execute with regards to customer service? Yeah, and as simple as it is, it's getting back to some of the basics of the way that we as human beings communicate best with each other. And the key word here is engagement. In, in today's world of technology, it is so easy to be physically present with other individuals, but be cognizantly absent. You don't know what I talk about. I mean, this is, you could be sitting in the same room with other individuals, being carrying on a totally different conversation with somebody else on the other side of the country with, through text, right? Mm-hmm. So today it's all about being fully present and being fully engaged with our customers. Customers. You serve customers over the telephone, on a program like this. It's always looking for ways to engage with them and draw them in, capture the interest. If it's the live, you know, that face-to-face interaction that a professional has with their clients, it starts with the very simple aspects of engaging with them. So how do you do that? You know, the book that I wrote is all about that. I, I kind of took the fun metaphor of a rock star and I boiled down the last four words, star, as an acronym. It's stands for smile, truly smile. Talk with them, engage them with meaningful, proper questions. The frames of the words that we use have a lot to do with the engagement. Ask meaningful questions. 
draw out from them what their needs are and what their desires are so that we can serve them best. The final step is rock their world. Do something special, something that's going to create an emotion, a feeling, a memory. It's going to cause them to remember that service interaction forevermore. It doesn't have to be huge or dramatic. It could be something special that makes their day. Hmm. And do you coach people on how to rock the world? Absolutely do. And the, the interesting thing here is it doesn't have to be over the top and dramatic. It could be, and that's great. But so many times the human element to rocking somebody's world is just a, an aspect of kindness or going the extra mile, that, that deeply genuine smile on your face or the, 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 the authentic um, eye connection that you make by looking into somebody else's eyes as you serve them is you're there to help them. It's really as much a feeling as it is an experience. And what I mean by that is we all inherently know whether or not somebody wants to help us or if they just have to help us because that's their job role. And having that, that element of sincerity in the way that we engage to serve them has a lot to do with the feeling that we create. So to your answer, yes, I absolutely do. And, you know, coaching is, is paramount to make this happen with excellence. And so within organizations, it could be formal coaching classes that we bring them through. It could be the executive coaching services that I provide clients. It really is about one-on-one -on -one determining, you know, what is going to be the most effective plan to execute excellent service, commit to those standards, and then do them with great consistency so you can deliver superior service better than anyone else can. Hmm. What, uh, what, are, what are the greatest challenges that, that you are bracing for and helping to coach people with, with, with regards to sales? I see the number one aspect, the challenge, it's a heart issue. And what I mean by that is I just, I see more and more, it seems, that people don't care as much anymore. And that's a sad story, but mission in life is to cure that and to stir the inspiration for people to authentically care, not because it's their job title or because they were told by their manager that they have to, but rather because when they serve wholeheartedly and they help someone else, that's their opportunity, one life at a time, one interaction at a time, to literally make the world a better place. It's this whole principle of pay it forward. And when you do that, what you do is you invoke the universal laws of reciprocity and you put your personal success into overdrive because what you're doing is you're helping people in the small or the large things of life and you're making their day. And what the inherent benefit for us is not only do organizations love that and they'll promote that, that sort of you know, performance, but we go home happier at the end of the day because we've helped someone else out. And it's a beautiful benefit to experience because we've served someone else heartedly. Mm. You know, one of the problems, Jeff, with smart, smart guys like you <laughs> is it's so wonderfully eloquent to, to feel your energy and to have you uh, consult and train. Um, but then you're gone. You know, the training is over. What are you doing to try to you know, perpetuate the, the, the greatness that you're bringing to companies and to do that in a way when you're not around. It's all about the leadership, and, and it brings us full circle back to how important coaching is. 
you know, I find that the organizations that really do the, the very best with employing the strategies of great customer service and they build amazing organizations that their clients just love them for, it's, it's not just because they came to a one-day class. It's not just because they thought the class was fun or they had a few good ideas. And then they get back to their every day in the life and they let those good techniques just sit up on the shelf collecting dust. It's rather because their manager or their leader in the business really models it day in and day out and knows how to invoke that sort of inspiration and that motivation within their team to actually want to serve. Because otherwise what happens is it just becomes a flavor of the month or of the year and the employees will kind of chalk that up as, oh yeah, we went through that particular training program and now we're on to something different. Well, what creates sustainable results is when the coaching culture is built within that organization. So it becomes so effortless. It's just without even conscious thought, the leaders are always apt to observe, provide feedback, encouragement, provide guidance. Those are the fundamental aspects of what coaching is all about. And so what I see is long after for the training experience, what, what creates that, that positive, sustainable benefit is when the leadership staff engages in coaching services. And by the way, I mean, that's where I also get the most personal satisfaction. I just love that. You know, when you see a leader of an organization, because of the, the scope and the span of the control and influence that they have, when you see them just buy in, wholeheartedly want to be, be uh, an effective, positive leader, there's something about that you just can't quantify. You certainly couldn't put it into monetary terms, but it's a feeling, it's an experience that, that I personally just enjoy. It's why I'm actually in the business. I love that aspect of it. Mm -hmm. Really good answer, and that was a difficult question. Tell us who you want to get a hold of you, uh, Jeff, and, and how they can get a hold of you. Leaders of companies that are interested in growing their top line, you know, growing sales revenue, that's what I do best. And then once you earn a customer's business, you want to create client loyalty so that the business is there for repeat, you know, for, for longevity. Those, those managers or those individuals within organizations are those that would benefit the most from contacting me. I can absolutely help them. A great start might be to, you know, visit my website, check out my book, some of the, the, the learning resources. You can, you know, certainly I would encourage each of them to, you know, to, to inquire further. Let's schedule some time one-on-one -on -one where we could walk through a, a bit of a coaching conversation and consultation together. So I'd love to learn a little bit more about your, their individual needs and the needs of their organization and how there may be a fit for me to help them. Super. And um, feel free to plug away at your website and any of the for forms of communications. It's, it's Krantz Training, but go ahead and spell it out and tell them yes, where to indeed. go on your site. <laughs> yeah, thank you. KrantzTraining.com, spelled K-R-A-N-T-Z, training.com. What you can do there is check out many of the learning resources available, sign up for my free sales tips video series, be glad to get started there. One of the things you'll notice on the website is a click to schedule button, and that's a link that will take you directly to my personal calendar so you can schedule a one-on-one -on -one consultation with me. I'd be glad to have that coaching dialogue with you to, to learn more about some of your goals, some of the challenges that you're facing within your organization, and how I may be able to help. So it's, it's CrantzTraining.com. Terrific. 
Well, I want to thank you very much for being on the show today, Jeff. Really great, great having you. Great insights. It's been an absolute pleasure, Byron. Thank you for having me. Indeed. Until next week, everyone, I hope your life's a little smarter, better, faster, and wiser, and you're ready to conquer sales in 2014 thanks to the help of Jeff. Reach out if he can help. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.